Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey! Hey! What are we doing? We are doom-scrolling, right. man. We're going to finish this up. Let's you said it. this weekend you went and saw the new Mario movie. You weren't I the did. only one because apparently it broke a bunch of records. This morning, the Super Mario Brothers movie is leveling up the charts. Look at us! We're adorable! Smashing expectations and heading for a record $195 million U.S. opening, the most ever for a video game adaption on the big screen. The iconic franchise is now passing Frozen 2 as the biggest global opening for an animated film. There you go. The biggest global opening for an animated film. There was so much talk about that movie before it came out. Sure. Uh, people were mad about some of the casting decisions. I love when people get mad about that stuff. Like, they're yeah. so invested. You know, it's a Mario movie. You're in your 40s, 30s, however old you are, and you're on your computer bitching that they're going right. to get the guy from Parks and Rec. Isn't he in it? Isn't he the main guy? What's that guy's name? Uh, no. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Isn't he in it? I think he plays yeah. Mario, Isn't right? he Mario? And the other guy is uh, the guy from It's Always Sunny. Oh, Charlie the guy, guy with Charlie? Yeah. The guy with the kind of scratchy voice mm-hmm. from Horrible Bosses? Okay, I didn't know that. But yeah, so then there's like early reviews that came out and like, oh, the test audiences hate it. They're probably going to have to make changes. It's horrible. And then it comes out like two days later and it's huge. People like it. The reviews are good for it. So mm-hmm. there you go. I like it. Video game adaptations. I'm trying to think, what's my favorite? There haven't been that many. They made a Doom movie like well, I mean, 30 years just, after Doom are, was I was shocked. I think people were shocked because... This is the first kind of Mario movie like that. They've already done two Sonics, which are both oh, successful. Yeah, that's right. They were, right? They were So you're kind of yeah. like, well, what, you know, if this is working, why aren't we doing Mario? Yeah. And everyone, you know, they did that Mario movie in the early 90s that we talked about, but that doesn't really count. And it was pretty bizarre. So, you know, maybe people get that idea in their head, but I totally forgot that Sonic did two movies. I'm looking at the uh, adaptations, video game adaptations that they say are the best, according to this Rotten Tomatoes website. Werewolves Within, I don't know what game that yeah. is. But then Angry Birds Movie 2, it yeah. got good reviews. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 got good reviews. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, I forgot Never about that. It. That got good reviews. The first Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the new Super Mario Brothers movies on there. Mortal Kombat, they made a couple Mortal Kombats, mm-hmm. didn't they? And didn't they make a Street Fighter? They make one Tomb Raider, I know they made a few of those. Mm-hmm. Rampage with uh, The Rock. Oh yeah, that was I good. loved that game when yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, when yeah. I saw they were making a movie, yeah. I was like, okay, I feel like a kid again. Uh, moving on. Lori Vallow, she's the one who's been charged with uh, killing her children. Mm-hmm. It looks like she also may have been involved in the death of her new boyfriend, new husband, whatever he is, ex-wife, because she died suddenly and mysteriously. There's been a lot of mysterious things. It's a hard story to follow, but the main point is that she had two kids. They were missing for a long time. Everyone wanted to know where they were. The detectives are working day and night, and they finally discovered the bodies buried on their property. 
And we mm-hmm. know that Lori had said that the kids were zombie kids. She was trying to save them from the apocalypse. Sure. She joined well, thank God Doomsday she did. Co- no kidding. So they're calling her the Doomsday Mom. I think that's what they're calling her now. This morning in Idaho, Lori Vallow Daybell will stand trial before a jury. Vallow Daybell on trial for killing her two children, seven-year-old JJ and 17-year-old Tylee, plus a third murder, her husband Chad's previous wife, Tammy. Prosecutors allege all three murders were part of a doomsday plot. They've been at this for a long time, for several years now, uh, pushing to get this case to trial and finally getting uh, the people responsible for it uh, to sit in front of a jury and and, uh, and be prosecuted for the charges. The grandparents of Vallow's son reported the children missing in 2019 after Vallow privately married Chad Daybell in Hawaii and joined his religious group. Can you tell me where your kids are, Jen and Lori? In divorce papers, Vallow's ex-husband, Charles, said Lori believed she was a godlike figure who called the children zombies and said she was sent to usher in the apocalypse. Okay, so obviously that's what the media picks up on. They're doomsday preppers of some sort. Mm-hmm. They think, you know, religious extremists. But now they're in court, and the prosecutors are not really going with that narrative so far. Uh, they're saying money, power, and sex. Mm. led so-called cult mom to kill her children. The prosecutor's uh, narrative diverged from the more popular media portrayal of Lori Vallow and Chad Daybill as religious extremists. Okay. So I don't know where they're going with this. Now I want to see some of what they're saying that it's about sex and money. I wonder where the money was coming from. Was he selling those books? He was writing books, and I, I, it was my understanding that basically she was his follower. I know he had a couple other followers before, but right, like yeah, yeah, she right. was really into him. And he's like, wow, she believes everything I say. I'm going to say even crazier stuff, and she has sex with me. And she's hot, way hotter than him. Way hotter than my wife. We're going to kill my wife, and then I'll Mm. just travel the world with her, write these books, and even if she's the only one that reads them, I get to have sex with her. That part I get. I don't. I wonder. I wonder where the money's coming from, though, right? right. Like, where's they said money led to this, so now I'm curious where they were getting mm. money. Maybe they, they had, must have had. I mean, they're in Hawaii, and yeah, maybe they, they had must have had money. money somehow. He might have been selling these books to a lot of people. I don't mm. know. Uh, Minnesota mom, we mentioned her on Friday. She's still missing. Police still are asking for your help. I don't know if they're asking for your help, uh, depending right, on where you are. But I mean, I guess they're asking for everybody's help. There's now a fifty thousand dollar reward if you have information that can lead to finding this missing mother. She was. Last scene after dropping off her kids, uh, her baby daddy and her drove the minivan to drop the kids off and went back to the house. The baby daddy leaves, and he says when he came back later, she was gone. Our department and our law enforcement partners are working relentlessly to find Maddie and determine the circumstances surrounding her disappearance. Nearly 2,000 volunteers showed up on Friday to help police conduct a massive ground search. Walk your acreage, check your outbuildings, check your vehicles, walk trails. Check your cameras for any indications of anything suspicious. Okay. I mean, I know we, we see these stories pretty often. Someone just goes missing, and especially if it's a white woman, then it becomes national news. Sure. But the whole missing thing, just the thought, you always try and put yourself in that position, but the thought of, like, if, I, if Lazo goes missing, if my mother goes missing, if Brooke goes missing, you just come home one day or come to work one day, they don't show up, and now you're like, wait, where are they? Eventually right. you get in your car and go to their place. Well, they got to be here somewhere. This can't be happening to me, right? Right. I mean, it's got to be shocking. They're, they're here somewhere, so we got to find them. What would you do if I went missing? I don't know. That's the thing. And you hear these parents talk about how they can't sleep at night because they feel like they should be out searching. That's I totally that's what understand. Would to me. Right. Would you feel that right. same way about me? You'd be like, I have to find them? Yes. Like, I can't sleep. You wouldn't if, sleep at night. I feel like, it, I mean, eventually you're going to have to. But I, I think my brain would be like you'd come over to me and be like he's missing, and you'd be back at your house. No, I'd be looking for you. Having nylon sex. No, 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 no. I'd be looking for you. You're, you've got kids and everything else. I would definitely be looking for you. And I'm sure someone would organize some sort of a search party. But if they don't, it's going to be me. I mean, 
I'm going to be looking for you. And then at nighttime. That makes when, me feel good. So in my head, if someone's held me captive, yeah, I can know that you're on your way. Yeah. I'm trying to get to you. Yeah. I'm trying. And you're never going to give up. But, but I suck at never. this. Just like everything else. But I'm not going to give up. And when I finally get so tired that I'm starting to have hallucinations. I actually feel good about you looking for me. You watch so many crime right. shows. I feel like you'll know. I'm pretty good at picking up on these clues Between now. you and Brooke, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. And I feel like Snow Cone will help. You know. I feel like yeah, man, for no, sure. I, he'll I, help. I, he'll be good. talking you, to people on Twitch the whole time, giving you're them terrifying. updates. But yeah. Why not have both? Well... Because if you do find me and then I see what you did, it's going to make me angry. <laughs> so what I did what? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, how you could have helped more. It's going to make me angry. Oh, I'm going to help a lot. So this Madeline girl who's missing in Minnesota, there's some updates today. Final text messages revealed. The last known communication from Madeline Kingsbury has been revealed as a search to find the missing Minnesota mother of two rumbles on into its second week. Megan Kingsbury said that she received a final lighthearted text message from her sister around 8.15 a.m. on Friday, March 31st. Quote, we were chuckling about a funny photo exchange between us, and that was the last communication with me or any of my family or other friends. So that's the last thing she texted. She was in a good mood, it sounds like, laughing about a photo. Probably something we posted. They probably listened. Yeah. yeah. So that's the last thing. That's not much of a clue to work on. There's no, like, no. I watched one the other day, Lazo, where this, this woman got killed, and she texted her mom late at night, and it just said something like, stay by your phone. I'm worried something's about to happen. Mm. So the mother starts trying to call. She can't get a hold of her. Then she goes missing for weeks, and they find out that her roommates had killed her. But in that moment, she knew her roommates were angry, so she texted her mom. Because she was afraid of her roommates and said, stay I by your phone. Leave. Imagine if you got that text from the kid, from your kid. Like, oh. God, man, what do you do? There's, you, there's no way you can sleep after that. No, no. And then your kid goes missing. In this case, you've got nothing. You've got the baby daddy, basically. And they say they don't have a suspect. They've released pictures of the van. On Friday, they were saying they had some video footage of a car that may be similar to their car. Now they're saying, we've got footage of their car. We've got footage of that Chrysler town and country driving around. In my mind, that tells me... They're looking into the baby daddy. He's the last one to well, see they her. They always are. They always are. But I'm saying it feels like they're trying to let us know we don't believe this guy's story. We've got pictures of the van. But still, you know, we want you guys out there looking for her. But if I had to put money on it now, I feel like they're going to end up arresting this guy and find out something. But I shouldn't say that. You know, I don't need yeah. Nancy Grace. Who knows? Even after our on? conversation with I Jason Plum, of film, I know, I know. Talking this nonsense. I'm just saying, I think what it looks like the cops are trying to do right now is that they're trying to make it seem like this guy knows something and he's not telling us. And who knows what's going on in those interrogations. The Bud Light controversy rolls into another week. When did it start? Last week? When did Bud Light do that uh, announcement? Well, that was only a week ago, right? Snow Cone, when did Kid Rock shoot the cans? So like a week like ago a today? Weeks ago, I think. You think it was a couple weeks ago? I think it was like a week ago today. That I'm going to say the last week. Yeah, last week I think he shot the can. So it's been a full week now of Bud Light controversy. People getting angry, really angry. I saw a picture of Kid Rock with Trump, and he was wearing all Coors stuff. Did you see that? They were mm. shaking hands. Uh, so now, then they had the Clydesdale appearance that they had to cancel because they had pe- people threatening them or whatever. So they really? had to keep the horses in the stables. Yeah, they were supposed to do some sort of appearance in St. Louis, I think, over the weekend. And, uh, you know, now there's more people coming out. We, I showed you the video of the guy dumping out all the Bud Light in his fridge and throwing yeah, it in the trash. Travis Tritt, I think. I Travis saw Tritt. Yeah, mm-hmm. did you see the pictures? Someone posted of Travis Tritt and said, yeah. here's the guy who's anti-LG. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a green vest with, you know, flail oh, yeah. on all over it. And he's got his hands on his hips like Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. One picture, he's just putting his boot up in the air and smiling like Mr. Tough Guy. Well, you know, I don't know anything about that guy, but it seems like in the last couple of years he's become a dick. Maybe, I don't maybe know he always about was. Him I have no my idea. dad liked him, 
But I think my dad would be upset to see what a jerk he is. Anyhow, there's still more backlash going on with Bud Light. Now, the people who say this isn't a bad move, I've seen plenty of articles from them say, no, Bud Light knows what they're doing. They knew that this would be controversial. Well, I'm sure. They, they also had to know. know. They also know that um, it, the controversy will die off. People will forget about it, and they'll go back to drinking Bud Light. But now they're saying they talked to someone who apparently works for the ad agency or helps make decisions about this, mm-hmm. and they said that Bud Light sales have been declining with young people. And they're oh, of course they're worried about the future. So if they can attach themselves to some progressive causes now, maybe people would identify it as a positive of brand course. and they would drink it. It's not just about getting your name in the news for a couple of weeks. The company did release a statement after false claims were made about the Bud Light marketing team being fired, saying from time to time we produce unique commemorative cans for fans and for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. This commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and is not for sale to the general public. Bud Light had been kind of a brand of... Bud Light's vice president of marketing recently appeared on the Apple podcast, Make Yourself at Home. This brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. And that part that skipped, she's like, Bud Light had been a brand of like frat guys and that sort of thing for a long time. So now I didn't know the can wasn't even for sale. Me neither. I had no idea. I thought that there were cans that you could buy that had yeah, Dylan Mulvaney's face it. on it. Right. But they said, no, we just made the can for Dylan. It's, we've done this before. So I, I am kind of surprised that we're still talking about it. With the Nike thing and the Keurig stuff, it seemed like that lasted a couple of days, yeah. and then it was over. But you can't go a day now still without seeing Bud Light stuff. And, of course, the picture, it's on our subreddit of Kid Rock with the drag queen drinking yeah. Bud Light. And wasn't he wearing a Coors hat or something? He in was that picture? at that time, yeah. It was a lot to dissect in that picture. And the guy who dumps out the Bud Light from his fridge, as we pointed out, he's got a Ford truck. He's right. pro LGBT. What else did he have? Snow cone, van shoes, also right. pro LGBT. Rockstar fridges. Rockstar, who's who? That was the one where I was like, I don't know anything about Rockstar. Totally pro LGBT. Light. He had Coke. Yeah, Coca Cola. I mean, look, guys. So at some point, you got to say to yourself, Am I on the wrong side of history? You know, is the world really turning into an asshole, or am I just on the wrong side of history? Right. But I don't think people ask themselves that. Once you get your heels dug in, that's it. And also, it doesn't have to be so black and white. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to do every single thing that this person on the far left tells me I have to do. That doesn't mean that I also have to shoot cans, though. Right. No, of course. You can just meet somewhere in the middle. I like the guy over the weekend. I think he's a nobody. I'm sure you saw it, Snow Cone. Sitting there. I saw him. Drinking his beer. He's like, I like Bud Light. And he's like, why do I care? If, you know, a trans person right. or LGBT is, supports them, I, I hope they're happy. This Life sucks is basically what <laughs> right, he was right. saying. Mm-hmm. And if you can find your happiness, there's no reason for me to be mad about that. I thought that was pretty good. We need more of that. A greased up naked man mm-hmm. jumping into swimming pools in Florida. There's always stuff going on in Florida. Sure. He's just, you know, they've got those, I don't know what those things are called, the screened-in porches that they have in Florida to keep the bugs out. And he was going from pool to pool, I guess, and the cops had a hard time catching him because he was greased up. They couldn't figure out what, what he's covered in until they finally caught him. I got one running, going westbound behind just the fence. He's naked. He's in the pool. Still running. Get back here! Put your hands behind your back! Hands behind your back! Oh, okay. It's like a paste. Yeah. What's all over you, man? It smells like toothpaste. So they think it was toothpaste because he was covered Why? in grease that was pepperminty and oily. Why? I don't know. He was bored. Like, you know, but why the... Toothpaste. Makes it harder to catch you, I guess. He maybe he didn't have grease. Huh? Why? Because you're slippery. They can't get oily like a grease Wait, pig. Say- <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, that's what I assumed. He greased himself up and then said, come catch me. It sounds like a bet, right? Or maybe he got uh, 
uh, into a fraternity. He's he's rushing a fraternity, and they're hazing him. Right. I can see I like that. what T. Bragg says. You find your happiness greasing yourself up and running naked through people's yards. Who am I to say it's wrong? Right. And maybe maybe it's, you know, he was trying to, trying to make some friends or going to do a fraternity. I don't know. Speaking of fraternities, San Diego State, didn't they do really good in the tournament? They did. They got like in the finals. Final four, right? Or the, were they in the last game? Yeah. Did they win? No. No, Connecticut won, right? Uh, so, anyways, a former San Diego State fraternity member is now suing, saying that his fraternity almost killed him during hazing. That fraternity, I think, has already been shut down by the school. But the family is suing, and they're releasing more information about what was involved with his hazing. Hazing seemed to really get out of control in the 90s and 2000s. Yeah, I don't right. know when that happened. According to the lawsuit from Benjamin Brennan's family, two years ago when he was pledging Kappa Sigma fraternity, frat members forced him to consume drugs and hard mm. alcohol in amounts that would literally kill most people. There was a 750 milliliter bottle of Captain Morgan rum. He was instructed, he was commanded to drink it all, and they provided tobacco and marijuana and he was supposed to consume that as well. Okay, so... That's like a Thursday for you, isn't it, Snow Cone? You <laughs> could do that, yeah. couldn't you? Yeah, but Snow Cone Could you do seasoned. all that? A handle? Yeah. Uh, a handle's a lot. But you, you could get it. through it, right? I could get through it, yeah. How close have you been before just on... Close. You've drank mm -hmm. a handle before, right? Oh, I mean, I've drank a lot of handles. But uh, like no, I'm saying like in, in, in a night. There has to have been a time you drank a handle one I've night. I've drank in uh, fifths in a night and... and uh, Liters in a night. Well, this sure. was 750 milliliters. They had to drink it in 30 minutes. Mm. It's not very long. Mm -mm. Seems seems dangerous. dangerous. Says members allegedly forced him, uh, he was 19 at the time, to continue consuming alcohol in amounts that would literally kill most people after he could no longer care for himself, stand, or speak. So he's already passed out and they're forcing alcohol down his throat, it sounds like. Mm. Between the evening of April 16th and the next morning, Brennan was on a couch, unable to move or speak due to severe intoxication, while fraternity members allegedly struck him with paddles mm. and other objects. So they're coming by and smacking him. I just saw like a Dateline or something where a kid was in a fraternity. They make the guys go sit in the basement, and the basement's flooded. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. Maybe I got that wrong. Maybe that's a fifth. I've definitely drinking a fifth in a night. Is that 750 milliliters? I, I don't know. I drank in a fifth. Okay, of times. well, whatever 750 milliliters is, I need you to drink it. In did 30 you do minutes. it last night? No. Will you do it tonight? Probably not. Maybe though. I mean, it's an option. It's not off, mm -hmm. off the table. Well, the good news with this story, unlike the one I saw where they made the guys drink in the flooded basement, or just a guy died of hypothermia in that flooded basement. I don't remember what fraternity that was. But in this instance, he's passing on the couch. He just lays there. No one's helping him. They're smacking with paddles. But eventually, one of the fraternity members puts him in a vehicle, takes him to the hospital, and then allegedly just threw him out of the car. He didn't give any information well, that's whatsoever. Put him in a shopping cart. Yeah, just dropped him off at the hospital. Put him in an emergency room. Right. I thought, well, that's better than what well, they did. Well, why do I got to stay with him? Right. I don't want to get in trouble. Well, dad. We change those laws if that's what you want us to do. If you want us to stay, then we can't get in trouble if we bring someone to the hospital. So he took him to the hospital. The other fraternity story we talked about, they did not take anybody to the hospital. Yeah. They just left them. So, and it's still not good. And if your kids go to college and like, I want to join a fraternity, you probably have to have some sort of talk with them about yeah. hazing. And I don't, I don't know what was hazing like in the '80s. What do you think? That, I don't even really know. Weren't you like walking on broken well, glass? Like a big deal. And, Right, they didn't it wasn't cook. really broken glass, though. It was, it was Doritos chips. or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, they I didn't. It was all jokes, kind of. Exactly. It was like a prank. They're trying to see if you trust them. Yeah. The whole idea of like, drink until you die. When did that start? Well, for <laughs> me in the sixth grade. <laughs> well, right, for you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.